This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. the show. So since um, flu season is now officially upon us, I thought I'd do a little medical minute about some new updates for this year's flu season, um, the vaccines that are available, and then also um, how we're going to use Tamiflu. So um, this year, as in the past, the CDC recommends a vaccine, a flu vaccine for anyone greater than six months or older. And if you can get it by the end of October, that would be preferred. Um, this year, only the inactivated or recombinant vaccine is recommended. That's the injectable. So in the past, we've used the nasal spray for children. That was a live attenuated vaccine. This year, there's some concerns over efficacy for that vaccine. So it's no longer recommended. Um, the vaccine that we have available here is the flu zone. There's a pediatric dose for patients six months to 35 months, the adult vaccine for up to 30 or up to 65 years, and then a high dose for any patients who are greater than 65 years old. Um, again, the, they're recommending that patients, um, any pregnant patient should get the vaccine at any stage during the pregnancy. And um, this year they um, determined that even patients who have egg allergies are still eligible to receive the vaccine. They just need to be monitored a little bit more closely for about 15 minutes after that's given. So um, truly the only uh, contraindication that they're providing now is patients who have a history of a severe anaphylactic allergic reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, even in patients who have a history of uh, Guillain-Barre, they're still recommending that that can be given. Um, it's just a risk benefit situation. So if it was something that was related directly to the vaccine that they had received in the past, um, you may not wanna give it, but again, it's just a risk benefit. Um, and then for patients who are moderately or severely acutely ill, some of our ICU type patients, um, they def would recommend deferring the vaccine until the patients are, are closer to well. Um, as far as um, antiviral medication, so there's three options available. There's um, Tamiflu or Elseltamivir, <laughs> Uh, Zanamivir and Paramivir. Tamiflu obviously is the one that we have on formulary here and it does have activity against both influenza A and influenza B. Um, so our treatment dose for that is going to be the same as it's always been, 75 milligrams twice a day for five days. And obviously that's going to be altered for a patient's renal function. Uh, Weight-based dosing again impedes and then prophylactic dosing is also recommended. Um, for a specific set of patients. So that would be anyone who's been exposed to the vaccine. So if you have family members that are here with a, a patient who's been exposed, if you have someone um, who's immunosuppressed after being exposed, someone who just received their vaccine and was exposed, uh, someone who cannot receive the vaccine who's been exposed, and then during any sort of institutional type of outbreaks at nursing homes or schools or other types of facilities. Um, the only true contraindication to Tamiflu is patients who have end-stage renal disease who are not on dialysis. Otherwise, we just alter the dose and um, can still be given. Um, it can be recommended for anyone who has influenza A or B. However, we want to focus on those patients who are at highest risk of complications. So those are patients who are less than two years old or greater than 65 years old, patients with chronic diseases like COPD and asthma, immunosuppressed patients, pregnant women or those who are um, up to two weeks postpartum, 
um, the morbidly obese and then residents of nursing homes and other care facilities. Um, another recommendation they're making is that, um, so obviously Tamiflu should be started as soon as the onset of symptoms occurs. However, they're saying not to even wait if you highly suspect the flu in someone who's ill. Um, you don't necessarily have to wait till the flu is confirmed to start that first dose. It's more important to get the dosing in, and then if it comes back as negative, then you can stop dosing. Um, so within 48 hours of symptom onset has always been the recommendation. There have been some new studies that show even up to 72 hours, especially in those high-risk immunocompromised, pregnant, critically ill patients, um, that it has been shown to reduce the um, length of the flu by up to one day. So. Um, and those really sick ones, you can even push that out to 72 hours or even a little bit more. All right, thanks. Thank you.